All right, it is a fun Friday, as Jody likes Woo! to say. We missed something earlier this week, and Jody, does, I didn't even talk about this with Jody, but I wanted to bring this up to Sam because I, I know how he's going to react. First day of spring? No, no, no. Uh, we I, didn't miss that. No, and I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday was National Compassion Day. No, oh, really? <laughs> Everybody Wait, needed a hug? Every day is National Something Day. Yes, but I love... sometimes there's two and three things. National Puppy Day yesterday. Uh, well, but I love National Compassion Day because I thought of Sam immediately. And actually, that day, when I, when I read about it, it actually helped me. Because there were some people that you know I encountered throughout the course of the day. They're difficult people, but they don't mean to be that way. And I, oh, you got a Sam. And I no, and I handled I handled them with compassion. And you know what? <laughs> it made the day easier. It's not National Lie Day, right. but but I just think about Sam and National Compassion because. and his reaction. Of course, is what I expected. Whatever. <laughs> I guess we need to find it because we need to always know kind of what day it is. I did catch Puppy Day. Yeah. I like that one a lot. And by the way, this week with us, it was Riddle Week, right? Yeah. We had so many really fun we riddled with riddles. riddles that came in. Um, Producer David, they blew up on our Facebook page, right? And the website? Yes. And we're going to read one more okay. final one from one more riddle. Australia listener, John. Hey, hey John. John. <laughs> John writes, hello, David. I got a riddle for the gang. A man shaved before going to work. While at work, he was asked to shave four times throughout the day. But when he got home, he still had a beard. Why is it so? Did he shave a different part of his body? <laughs> That's what I asked. I said, was he shaving like his, his legs or, or something? Or somebody else? He said, so he no. Sh- let's go, like, do it again. He shaved. Read it again. He said, he, while he's at work, he shaved four times throughout the day. But when he got home, he still had a beard. Why is it so? Was he shaving hair or was he shaving like... Oh, wait. Maybe he didn't shave all of it. Maybe he just shaved the sides maybe or something. Shaving soap shaved like whittling. <gasps> I think the answer must be in the very beginning. What's the first part of that question again, David? <laughs> he said a man shaved before going to work. While at work, he was asked to shave four times throughout the day. But when he got home, he still had a beard. Why is it so? I say, I say he, he shaved works, his head. Maybe he works out of the country. I don't know. <laughs> what is it? Well, I asked, and John replied, he's a gentleman's barber. Oh. oh because he works, he shaves other people. <laughs> <Yeah>. Got it. <laughs> yeah. That's so fun. That's a good um, one, John. Thank you. Yeah, we love it. All right, lots of fun John's for you. John's one of our two <laughs> listeners in Australia. <laughs> On the app. Got to start you. somewhere. All right, lots of fun for you today. It is a fun Friday, after all. Everybody's Friday favorites coming up next, though, in your family-friendly box office review. Yes, we've got some big boys coming on, coming uh, new today mm-hmm. to take on the beast. New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. You guys heard about the movie Life with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal. This is the first time they've worked together, and it's a space movie, and it's a horror sci-fi thriller. You know, I know at least five guys back home who can do my job. Nobody can do yours except you. You don't know what it is. And you're in there, and you're playing around with it like it's your buddy. I'm your buddy. This will never be a controlled experiment. So let's all agree we made our first and last mistake. Six astronauts on board this space station to study to study samples collected from Mars. They mm-hmm. find that, of course, there's, you know, the ability for life on Mars, but it's super intelligent. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The only movie it looks really I, beautiful. The only movie I've seen called Life was actually a, a science movie that I took our youngest daughter, Phoebe, to see one time. Oh, that's time. right. Yeah. She <laughs> fell asleep. She fell asleep during the movie, and I'm like, wow, so that's what's inside of a cell? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You missed your chance for a nap. Okay, so that's a 
big one. That's a big cast. Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. and Ryan Reynolds in one movie. Ryan Reynolds wanted a more leading role, but he had to take a supporting role because he's so busy. Right. Deadpool. Hello, Deadpool 2. We also have, this is a highly anticipated, and they're going to try to take on Beauty and the Beast. We'll see how the new Power Rangers do. None of us really know each other, but we were all in the same place when Billy found those coins. What is that? Weird. Murphy, so wait for Brian Cranston. Same, he's strong. The answer to what is happening to you is here. You five are the Power Rangers. Yeah. yeah. I am the danger. <laughs> Go get him, Walt. It's an action adventure sci fi, of course. Power Rangers, if you loved it, it's reimagined, rebooted. It looks really good. Elizabeth actually. Banks is in this one, too. She is. And we also have the reboot. But this is definitely a rated R mm. reboot. This is not the old TV show. Michael Pena and Dax Sh- Shepard mm. in Chips. We're the California Highway Patrol. California. This job is crucial. California. Without us out there, come on. It's a shame because it was such a squeaky clean TV show in the 80s with Eric Estrada. Yes. Barely a squeaky clean trailer. It's supposed really? to be funny, and I'm just not too sure about this right. one. Uh, really? Life is rated R. Power Rangers PG-13 and Chips is definitely rated R. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Sam, Murphy ordered something online for yeah. the weekend for the family, and yeah. you have never seen him more excited than when they showed up uh, last night. Yeah. I'll tell you about that next. Love Fridays. And you know what? You can use uh, the weekend if you want to to catch up on anything you might have missed on Murphy, Sam, and Jody on the podcast. It's a great, easy way to do things on your own schedule to subscribe. We had a lot of good stuff this week, like top 10 um, dog breeds in America. Well, what about the things that guys do? We think it's attractive to women, but, but it's, it's really not. not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that, a good one. And a whole bunch, anything that you missed this week, that's you can right. catch it online. Um, you know, last weekend, Phoebe had her first track meet, our daughter Phoebe. And um, Murphy and I showed up unprepared without chairs. Yeah. I had suns. I brought sunscreen and food, so I was sort of prepared. But but and, and look, that's a common theme, not just of the track event. That really is what jumped out to me. But previous to that, Jody and I would go to something. It's like, oh yeah, oh, we, we need to bring chairs. We're always borrowing someone else's chairs. So you know, we stood there a little bit, and then we sat in my friend's chair. She was really sweet to let us borrow. But it's literally. I knew Murphy was going to order chairs that afternoon when we got home. I started to say, let's order chairs. And he was like, I already ordered chairs. So he loves to shop online. Well, yeah. but, and if I had, if I had put, if I had put it off, I'd have forgotten about it. It's true. They showed up last night. Uh-huh. You've never seen anybody happier. He, you want to, I have, I'll, I post a, I'll post a picture was, right now at murphysamandjody.com. Yeah, Jody was taking a bath. I walked in and unfolded that chair and parked it right in the bathroom and said, check this out. God. <laughs> Like, okay, you can't leave that in here, you know. He wanted these chairs. Like, he opened every single chair, and we all had to sit in them and and all that. It's like a kid in a candy store. Well, but, you know, and, and Sam and I do think alike. Remember what Sam's first question was? Did you can't get the mesh kind back. with the mesh? Yeah, that's right. The breathable. The kind that breathes. And, you know, so it's, it's going to be warm at these track meets. And so, yes, the ones that the, the girls are the breathable ones. But I got one that I read. It sits a little bit higher. Because you know those camping chairs are kind of weird; they kind of cave in. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's you don't have to be you know geriatric to not be able to get out of these things. You just they're tough to get out of. So I got what they call a big and tall one, and it sits a little. It's just about a foot higher, and it's easier to get out of. I don't know if I no, want the great. higher one. Why not? I like sitting. Low. I don't think I've ever seen those before. Yeah, yeah. you got a higher one. It's made by the same camping people that make all the other stuff. You okay. know. 
So now we've got all the chairs. You could even come. We have another track meet this weekend on Sunday. Well, you need to buy some of those ones that are like late like loungers. They have the the footrest. Oh, that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah. Then I never want to get the hood over the top. We have plenty, though. We don't want to be, you know. This one has plenty. a place for your cell phone, too. You know what I'm saying? It's a smartphone here. It's a good place for you to lose your meter. <laughs> oh, I have to tell meter. you to put the smartphone here? Yeah. yeah. Very smart, the huh? did. <laughs> anyway. Happy Murphy with new chairs that showed up. We'll post the picture. Coming up. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody's is next. Yeah, what I can't get enough of from entertainment this week, Mm -hmm. and I actually need you to do this with me this weekend, Murphy, and it's kind of girly. All right. Love to point out the fun moments from this week. Jody's Friday favorite. (sighs) My Friday favorite is a favorite that's been so hot and heavy all week long because it's possibly the best fairy tale retelling to ever come to the big screen and I cannot wait to go again and of course it's Beauty and the Beast. Do you wish to take your father's place? Come into the light. (sighs) You could almost just call this movie Beast because and I know Emma Watson was great. Featuring Belle. Right. But to me (laughs) to to get more story of who he is and why he why this happened to him was fabulous and he was so wonderful I'm, when I say to you I don't even want him to transform back into the person like I want him to stay the beast so I can brush him and pet him and dance and all that and did so, you feel that same way about the animated movie no I wanted to see him I wanted right. to see what was under the beast you know I wanted to see and I remember thinking oh he's gorgeous and I guess I need to go see this with you yeah that's my question uh-huh. walked you into that one please go see no, this I, with me yeah actually again. I want to I want to see it again you didn't see it the first time I, I don't did. feel that that's exceptionally girly it's a great Disney movie you know, you'll I like mean, it I, I watched Downton Abbey with you so I'm already familiar with Dan uh, <laughs> yeah, Stevens yeah you got rid of your man card then yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing left to lose now yeah Dan Stevens I seriously loved The Beast um, Gaston is meaner in this one and I mm-hmm. always was a fan of Gaston and not as much this time. I mean, he's beautiful, but really mean. Um, All the extras that you get, and I really don't want to spoil a thing in the world for anybody, but Beauty and the Beast just blowing up and being as perfectly remade as it possibly could have been. I never expected to love it this much, and that's my favorite. Um, And I want to give you a little background right here, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Dan Stevens, the actor who played Beast, did all of his parts twice. Once uh, just his face with all this uh, these light Basically, things the attached. electrodes that helped him do the CGI. Right, all but right. then he also did it on stilts in the beast suit with Emma to make all that happen, and that includes the dancing. Initially, with the you know with the waltz, I, I learned the steps uh, on the ground, and then graduated to the stilts, um, which was slightly terrifying for me, but probably more for Emma. I think she was very worried that I was going to tread on her toes in steel stilts. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I, I, I can't dance. Getting on stilts on and the trying ground, to dance yeah. would really only make it worse. And that scene where they dance, yeah, I beautiful. almost cried. <laughs> That's oh, Murphy, I can't wait to see your reaction. Murphy's Sam and Jody Friday favorite. Jody's right, Friday favorite. You're up next. Food Dude. That's right, Jody. One of your favorite TV shows, Great Game of Thrones. <gasps> yeah. HBO is now going to make Game of Thrones wine. Uh-huh. And if you already follow us on Facebook but not Instagram, well, be sure to do that today when you get a chance, too. That way you can see our Instagram story and all those fun things. Sam always finds the new eats. He's 
The Food Dude. Folks at HBO have now come up with uh, Game of Thrones wines to enjoy as you just sip and watch the show. Ah, you know who drinks the most wine on Game of Thrones? I have no clue. Tyrion Lannister. Yes, of course he does. Now let me ask you, Sam. And his sister also, Cersei. Are they going to be selling the goblets that go with it? Dude. I'm sure you can find those somewhere. As long as that's the only food they're selling, because, I mean, some of the stuff they eat, oh. But they're always, like, hatching rabbits and killing rabbits and then cooking rabbits and eating rabbits. Yeah, and I know that they don't actually eat turkey legs in the show, but you know what? That's a winner to me. If I were in marketing and owned a piece of that action, I'd be selling turkey legs. Oh, my gosh. And calling them dragon legs. (laughs) Anyway, there's three wines. The red blend is in... uh, uh, They they wrote this up. Is intended to be served at feasts and small council sessions. Or the red wedding. Uh, The Chardonnay is inspired by a spring after the infamous Westeros winter. Yes. Westeros. And a Cabernet is intended to be worthy of the Iron Throne. Boom. Oh well, my goodness. In the marketing you, department you got a hold of that. about it and you play this music, I want to go watch. I want to be yeah. there. Here's my question, though, Sam. You and I don't drink alcohol. Are they going to be making any sparkling grape wine by chance? Sparkling grape juice, maybe, you know? You know, no. just no. from hearing Jody and, and David talk about the show, I doubt sparkling grape juice would have gone over. <laughs> no. Who wants some sparkling There's grape nothing juice? About this that's Slay. Like, nothing about this that's light. Uh, remember a while back, we had McDonald's come out with their special sauce. Yeah. They actually put it yeah. for a limited time. They were giving them away free. It was very then, limited. There were only, I mean, 10,000 bottles for the entire country. There were people that never even saw or knew those things existed. I got know? mine still in the fridge. You use it every now and then on stuff. I have to say. Sam, the luckiest guy on the planet. One well, in 10,000. Now McDonald's in Canada, they're trying this out. They're selling three new, they're going to sell that sauce. They're going to sell it now. Special sauce. They're also going to sell the uh, a sauce that goes on the McChicken. I don't know what that is. Me either. And the filet of fish sauce, which I believe is some oh, kind of tartar. tartar. Yeah. Oh. You know the problem Good I used stuff. to have is t- this filet of fish tartar always landed on my shirt. They no put, matter what I did, they always put a lot on there. And I love that. I yeah. really do. But it always just kind of a little drippy. That's not their fault. No, no, no. That's yeah. my fault. Look, you know, Jody, that happens with a lot of food, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's tough for Murphy to drive with both knees and eat a exactly, filet of fish. Exactly. Exactly. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. And there's a new bromance in Hollywood. Two of your favorites, ladies, who really like each other a lot. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We've got a new movie this weekend to take on Beauty and the Beast. We have a couple, actually. Yeah. But first, we'll go to this one called Life. It's a sci-fi thriller set on an international space station with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal. You know, I know at least five guys back home who can do my job. Nobody can do yours except you. We don't know what it is. And you're in there and you're playing around with it like it's your buddy. I'm your buddy. This will never be a conversation. I'm sorry, when I hear Ryan Reynolds talk I, now, I hear Deadpool. I was about to say, once you've done something so iconic jokes. and the voice is so specific, yeah. you are waiting for the joke. And by the way, one of the reasons Ryan Reynolds really wanted to do this movie is because it teams him with the Deadpool writer. Um, so, you know, a lot of collaboration where they really get each other. Mm-hmm. When you have a, the right kind of chemistry, those are the people you want to work with. What has happened since this movie is that Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal, ladies, just picture that for a second, <laughs> mm-hmm. are are in a bromance. They are best buds now. They had never really worked together. This was the first time they worked together. Uh, The director said they probably wasted thousands of dollars, these two, because they would start cracking each other up on the Mm -hmm. set. And at one point, somebody had to walk on and say, guys, we have to get get back to work and you got to get serious because this is a serious thriller. It is a thriller set in space. Um, Ryan Reynolds... 
wanted a more leading role, but he couldn't because he had other stuff going on. Deadpool 2 is like in the works, so like that. But now they're friends. They both live in New York. They hang out together. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal comes over all the time and eats with he and his wife, Blake. Mm -hmm. And so... You're going to see more of them, and then they're going to pick on each other forever. I just think it's cute. That's cool. Enjoy that, ladies. Um, Chris Jenner is pitching an animated Kardashian series, just for you to be aware of. Well, okay, well, well, all right. So if they do it animated, are they gearing it towards kids? No, absolutely not. Thank you for asking the obvious question. It would feature Kim and Chloe and Kylie and everybody in the family, and, and they met this week about it. But no, it's not for kids. I don't really understand. So it, Maybe it would be easier for some, them for something. Would it be having like cameras on them all the time? The animated keeping up with the Kardashians, or is it going to be like they go out like Scooby Doo and the gang and solve Ooh, mysteries every I, week? I doubt it. I doubt they would want that. That's right, Kim. <laughs> I can't unhear yeah. that what you just said alright coming up at 7.55 this morning speaking of the movie Life and everything that's gonna take on Beauty and the Beast this weekend we'll do your family friendly box office review up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider <laughs> coming up just after 7 in case you missed it this week how to make a cheddar stuffed burger this weekend get up get on up get up that's just Friday feel good right there. Mm-hmm. If James Brown can't get you in the mood, Dude, no one can, right? That's what I'm saying. Um, you know, so this week, uh, I, I, I mentioned last hour to Sam that Tuesday was National Compassion Day. You know, keep one, this up, huh? No, nah, but the other thing that really stuck out at me this week, you know, we do Friday favorites every Friday, so I, I guess I have two, but I'll I'll sneak one of them right now for you, Jody. Okay. And it was what I, saw the, what I saw on the back of the tire cover on that Jeep. It said, one life, live it. That was my big pick-me-up moment for the week. Yeah. All right? So, you know. I like it, it. And don't you kind of like keep that joy alive by sharing it again, Sam? What do you think? <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping the joy alive. <laughs> I know. All right. One life, live it. Remember that. He's still trying to think of how he can avoid National Compassion Day. That's like, <laughs> mine, did. mine would say, one life, live it. <laughs> yes, Sam, it would. Yeah, it would. Okay, you guys ready for today? Well, not today's, but Meal Madness. Don't forget, for the weekend, we have all these really good recipes online, including the one we added yesterday, um, Cheddar Stuffed Burgers. Ah, oh, so Juicy good. Lucy. It's basically a Juicy Lucy. Um, now, you know so me. It's so easy to do. I'm willing to try this, but I'm a purist when it comes to ground beef and a hamburger. You also I don't are a put cheese anything. fanatic. I am. Put it on top, but I don't stick anything in the burger. Why not? It's, it's so good. I've, it's so good. And you just make a thin, two thin burgers. Mm-hmm. You put a square or two of cheddar, and I would go sharp. And then you put the other burger on top, and you seal it around the edges, and then you grill it. It is melty. It is delicious. It is cooked it is all the hot way through. Too, just so like watch yourself. Yeah, yeah. you're right about you that. Gotta let it breathe for a bit. Well, man, and, cheddar and, stuff burgers, man. That's it, where it's at. And because I tend to wear what I eat, this is one of those that I probably better put a napkin in my shirt. That's yeah, because of the way that you eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you I eat every meal like Cookie Monster has and, cookies. And, and remember too, if you've ever seen one of these Juicy Lucy's in action, there since they it liquefies in there that first bite or the first cut, yeah. it's going to fly out of there. because That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're willing to try it. But, I am. I am willing to It's dangerous. It. Anyway, but. go online to get the method. Look, it's and it's not a recipe specifically. It's it's how you normally do a, a, your burgers. Okay. It's just a method. MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up, did you know that there are such thing? there is a such thing as adulting class? What does that mean? Adulting as a verb, the adulting class. Who's signing up for it and what is it? That's next. And hey, if you've got nothing better to do later today, come hang out with us after the show. 
That's enticing. <laughs> it's online. Something it's exclusively, podcast. yeah. Something exclusively is exclusively you get by being a podcast subscriber. We keep going even when things are done here. You guys heard about adulting classes? Yeah, a couple of teachers. I Wait, what does that mean? Um, adulting as a verb means like there are certain younger young people who are having trouble adulting. Getting into the adult millennials and knowing how to how to do certain things. In, in other words, be independent adults. Really, be an adult. Okay. How to be an adult? Okay. Yeah, there's the course. Boom. Right. Maybe this is why so I should take it. It can be everything. The thing about it is, and it can be everything from how to access your account online, yeah. or how to access your bank account, or how to change a tire, or, or just basic things that truly take a lifetime to teach. You can't teach your kid everything when they turn 17 and you realize they're about to leave. Or, well, it's 18, whenever. No, but it's, but stuff it, that, it's something that happens over your li- yeah, their you, lifetime. Your shield, children should have been taught gradually over time or picked up over time. That's why parenting so this is, is like, such a big responsibility. This is the adult DIY class. That's what it is, right? Do it yeah, yourself. Yeah, but yeah. they say that the millennials are signing up for them cr- like crazy well, because of the things that they don't know how to do. And you know what? I can see how some of these things, it, because it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a parent's fault that these things happen. Technology, Sometimes it is. It can be, but technology, I think, has been a game changer, too. For example, you know, I mean, our girls learning to drive you know, cars, for example. I mean, only our oldest is doing that so far. Mm-hmm. But because it, we never, it, as a child, I had a go-kart. She didn't. She never drove any other little motorized things not mm-hmm. even a riding lawnmower taylor's never been on so she was truly starting from scratch in the car right That's whereas true. other kids would have sort of an advanced kind of here's how it works yeah with all this technology we're giving them some disadvantages and that's how to cope with real life i tell you what i could have benefited from at, at, when i was a young adult or even in high school how to do your taxes class that would have been great yeah. Things like that. Yeah, but that's bank why they account, have CPAs, Jody. Bank yeah. account ma- management. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah, basic that, finance, absolutely my, right about that. That was never really taught to me. And I felt some pressure when I was older and I had started have, making money and having money. to. But you need to be balancing that. But I never got but true instruction. Is, is this, though, because they're focusing on millennials because of the fact that, you know... A lot of helicopter parents. Helicopter parents and parents always to the rescue and participation trophies. I don't think they're focusing on because it could be it could be a million reasons why. Yeah. Can't worry about the why, but what's happening now? Yeah. Okay. So you know, hey, what kind of adulting class do you think should be offered? Eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. Let us know. It's a group of teachers who put together this adulting class because they've found that a lot of kids who graduate high school have trouble learning to adult for whatever reasons. Maybe their parents were helicopter parents, as they call, and and raised them in bubble wrap or sat or even a more sad situation is that they didn't get guidance from the adults in their lives. No matter the reason, we wanted to hear from you on what do you think about this? Do you think there's a real need for it? 877-310-4675. 877-310-4675. Bryant, you're a high school teacher. Do you see the need for this? Yeah. We have a, we have a lot of extremes like that over here. We're either you know, prepping them so hard for college that that's all they know how to do is read a book, mm-hmm. or we prep them so hard for the workplace that they have no common sense at all, but they can you know make a heck of a barbecue pit. <laughs> <laughs> what do, you, do you see that as being a problem for, from the parents' side, or is it the... I guess well, institutionally, it's both. Uh, institutionally, I think we have some people that kind of enable a lot of that stuff. Uh-huh. Like, you know, secretary in the front office, you know, 
parent shows up with a project for a kid or with a lunch for a kid. Mm -hmm. These aren't, you know, elementary school kids. These are, you know, I teach juniors and seniors mostly. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like, hey, all right, we got this. We got this coming up today. Oh, look, my mom has it. They're going to bring it. I say, okay, I didn't assign your mom this project. Why why are you having her bring it for you? (laughs) Constant excuse making and most people buy them. That's what's the problem. Yeah. They don't, they're not really getting pushed a whole lot. And when you try to push them, they've got a million and a half excuses on right. why this isn't fair and how they don't know how to do all that stuff. Well, uh, and you know, it's weird. And I'm sure in a, in a lot of cases, too, it's not that the parents are intentionally trying to do anything wrong. Sometimes it's speed of life. You know, it's easier for me to do it myself, which, of course, doesn't teach a child anything. And then the other yeah. part of it is really just what they're exposed to now because it's a, all a, it's a smartphone world. If you're not mailing a letter on a regular basis, you might not know where to put the stamp. You know what I mean? That's exactly. It's true. I'd like to see some high school classes with some basics, you know, some adulting. Like the class yeah. is adulting. Mm-hmm. Here are some yeah, things so, we so, There's something they could cover every day. How beneficial yeah, so, would that be? I don't know. It's, it's kind of worrisome. Right. Thank you, Brian. Although that stuff should be taught at home, it's not sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. true. You don't want to have to completely rely on the school to fall back I on know, doing that. It's such a big you know, thing. And I tell you what, I could have certainly benefited from some adulting classes mm-hmm. a long time ago. I guess maybe still could, right? Yeah. All right. Look, join us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Back to some fun coming up next. Coming up, Sam has music news. I got some more artists that are handing over the rights, the songwriting credits from their songs, their famous songs because they're scared of more lawsuits. that. Sam's got music news. Remember earlier in this week I was telling you about how Ed Sheeran has given some of the writing credit for his song Shape of You, shape of you. Right. over to some other folks and it turns out it's uh, two of the ladies who back in the day, back in the 90s had written No Scrubs for TLC. Because there was some talk that, you know, it kind of sounds like it might have been a little I don't plagiarized. Hear it. I don't hear it, but I don't have so, an ear like You know, that. in order to avoid any possible lawsuits, Ed's just like, fine, add their names to it. Everybody's cool and honky-dory. Well, I've dug a little deeper into it, and apparently this is not, like, recently the only, the only time this has happened. Mm-hmm. It is for Ed, but, like, the Chainsmokers, they have a song Closer. Well, somebody pointed out to them, you know what? That sounds like that Frey song, Over My Head. It does not sound exactly like it. So, somebody is seeing dollar signs and listening for dollar signs. So what they did was they decided, two of the guys from the Frey that wrote this song, they put their names as co-writing credits for a Chainsmokers song. Wow. You know what? They're not going to just do this without consulting with attorneys. Somebody's saying, yes, you know, you you may or may not win this case. So Yeah, this may go to court. Yeah, let's not um, do this. Oh, Sa- uh, Sam Smith did it, too, for uh, this song. Oh, won't you stay with me? He uh, actually, and, th- and he gave credit to uh, Tom Petty and Jeff Lynn for Tom Petty's song, Won't Back Down. And you know, I told Jody a long time ago that I thought this song yeah. sounded like Stay With Me. Apparently Tom Petty's people heard it and said, Tom, listen. And he's like, gee, man, it's right. <laughs> and so they contacted Sam Smith. And before it got legal, Sam's like, yeah, you know, you're right. Fine. Put your names on it. Yeah. As we so, know, Tom Petty wasn't in a hurry necessarily to get that done. Right? <laughs> <laughs> took a I just sweet don't time. like all of this legality stuff messing with music and artists and yes everybody's influencing everybody all the time yeah 
It's true. Yeah. Don't mess Everybody's up the Everybody's getting creative- gun shy now. Yeah. Got some more names to add to the performers list for the uh, CMAs coming up uh, April the 2nd. Keith Urban has been added. Of course. I like country music because you can just give first names. Luke's going to be there. Miranda. <laughs> right. Tim and Faith are right. going to perform their new song. Also, Florida Georgia Line going to be performing with Backstreet Boys. So look for FGL and the boys. Okay. <laughs> April 2nd. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, more Friday favorites. Who's going next? You. You are, Murph. Uh, okay. Uh, mine is actually from that science class that we taught. Oh, yes, and it really science. Invo- it involves Sam. Murphy's Friday favorite. All right, my turn. You know, we like to do the positive moments from the past week. This is a fun one that the three of us took part in. Mm-hmm. When we went and taught the sixth grade, well, I don't know if we taught the sixth grade client science class. They asked us to come speak about. We stood about, in front of them. Because they've been learning about all kinds of rape. Listen to me, not raves. Waves. <laughs> <laughs> raves, huh? Anyway, waves, like radio waves. Yeah. And and my favorite part of that was, you know, I mean, Sam always brings the fun to everything, right? Yep. And so Sam, you know, told this story, which really anybody could tell about how the microwave oven was invented, which I think is a cool story. Mr. Sam, everybody. Okay. Microwaves were discovered accidentally. This guy here, Percy Spencer, he worked for the government back in 1946. <clears throat> and he was working on radar ma- radar magnetrons, which is this thing that shoots out the uh, radar waves, uh, electromagnetic radar waves. And uh, when he finished working, it was time for a snack, and he had a candy bar in his pocket. So he went and reached here, I need you up here. He grabbed he, a, he a student from the front row and brought him up. He his candy bar and opened it up, and what happened? <laughs> melted Hershey melted bar. bar. Yeah, melted candy bar. Pocket and it was all melty, and I was like, "Wait, I didn't do anything." This is my favorite part coming melty? up. And then he thought, "Wait, I'm working on these radar things here." So he goes and he gets. Wait, hey, wait, you're not done yet. Right <laughs> <laughs> here. So he goes and he gets his egg, and he holds his egg because it had chocolate on it. And so he turns on the radar again. And guess what happened to the egg? It blew up. <laughs> <laughs> exploding eggs are fun. Yeah, Sam did the exploding egg in front of the whole class there, and that got it caught everybody off guard. Fine. And you know what? Of anything that we spent in that hour, that's what they're going to remember. Yeah. Mr. Sam broke an egg. Yeah, and then I uh, passed out chocolate bars to everybody because of the whole microwave Which was a story. great idea, too. And you know what? I mean, to me, that's what underscores that when you do something like that, you know, it, it, if you make it fun, it's more memorable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and it's possible to turn science into fun like that, which was really cool. So. That's exactly what that was exactly Phoebe's <laughs> review. She even said, you know, that stuff is not the most interesting, but you guys made it fun. And everybody really liked Mr. Sam. Yes, everybody always does. So, that was good. Thanks. Coming up next, the family-friendly box office review. Actually, some big movies ready to take on Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. A sci-fi thriller, okay? If you're a kid of the 90s, you don't want to miss Power Rangers. And there's a remake, a raunchy remake from a classic TV show. All on the way. New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. You guys heard about the movie Life with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal. This is the first time they've worked together, and it's a space movie, and it's a horror sci-fi thriller. You know, I know at least five guys back home who could do my job. Nobody can do yours except you. You don't know what it is. And you're in there, and you're playing around with it like it's your buddy. I'm your buddy. This will never be a controlled experiment. So let's all agree we made our first and last mistake. Six astronauts on board this space station to study to study 
samples collected from Mars. They mm-hmm. find that, of course, there's, you know, the ability for life on Mars, but it's super intelligent. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The only movie it looks that, really beautiful. The only movie I've seen called Life was actually a, a science movie that I took our youngest daughter, Phoebe, to see one oh, that's time. that's right. Yeah. She <laughs> fell asleep. She fell asleep during the movie, and I'm like, wow, so that's what's inside of a cell? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you missed your chance for a nap. Okay, so wow. that's a... Big one. That's a big cast. Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds in one movie. Ryan Reynolds wanted a more leading role, but he had to take a supporting role because he's so busy. Right. Deadpool. Hello, Deadpool 2. We also have, this is a highly anticipated, and they're going to try to take on Beauty and the Beast. We'll see how the new Power Rangers do. None of us really know each other, but we were all in the same place when Billy found those coins. What is that? You're so weird. Murphy, wait for Brian Cranston. Same is strong. The answer to what is happening to you is here. You five are the Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. I am the danger. (laughs) Go get them, Walt. (laughs) It's an action-adventure sci-fi, of course. Power Rangers, if you loved it, it's reimagined, rebooted. It looks really good, actually. Elizabeth Banks is in this one, too. She is. And we also have the reboot. But this is definitely a rated R mm. reboot. This is not the old TV show. Michael Pena and Dax Sh- Shepard mm. in Chips. We're the California Highway Patrol. California. This job is crucial. California. Without us out there, come on. It's a shame because it was such a squeaky clean it TV is. show in the eighties with Eric Estrada. Yes. Barely a squeaky clean trailer. It's supposed really? to be funny, and I'm just not too sure about this right. one. Uh, really? Life is rated R. Power Rangers PG thirteen and Chips is definitely rated R. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, family friendly box office review on the way, guys. At eight thirty, in your next Hollywood Outsider, how Star Wars plans to deal with the death of Carrie Fisher? Well, well for their next upcoming episode eight. All kinds of fun going into the weekend here. Meal Madness, you know, three weeks worth of recipes for you to pull from there at murphysamandjody.com. Anything else that you might have missed, you know, throughout the week, be sure to subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. You know, you can go jogging around the block with that while you exercise tomorrow or something. (laughs) Catch up on anything you missed. Um, Yeah, uh, one of the things you may have missed is Meal Madness, our uh, cheddar stuffed burger. Mm -hmm. Get that. That's everybody's favorite cheat food, by the way, in America. Cheat food. Your favorite, like, cheat day food is is cheeseburgers. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Pizza's like a close second. Cake is on the list, too. Cake is three. See, Sam would probably put pizza number one. I put burgers number one. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Would you put pizza number one, Sam? That's a toss-up. I mean, it depends on uh-huh. who's making the burgers. Depends on your mood, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you doing this weekend, Sam? Mm, not much. Very little, huh? Yeah. As little as possible? I think I might need to cut the grass. It's yeah. kind of getting out of control. Yeah. I'm hoping Murphy will take me to see Beauty and the Beast again. You've not seen it, and I have, and I loved it. The only thing is, it's a little long, right? I mean, didn't, didn't you say it's like two and a half hours? I'm just two asking. hours in like nine minutes, <laughs> is and not really, a minute of that needs to be missed. And I'm just wondering, I mean, does it really take thirty minutes longer than the original to tell that story again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah with real life and more, more backstory for Belle and Beast. Yeah, huh? Remember, you got to add on all those trailers before it, so you're there for a good two and a half hours. That's true, that's an investment. Do you, you know, know what's funny? I saw it the Thursday. It debuted on the Thursday. Whatever people yeah. say, stuff starts Thursday on Friday, night. but Thursday night is that I saw it. We sat down and I was visiting with a friend and that sucker just came on. There was there were no uh, trailers. Oh. Can you believe? Really? We'll try that same theater if you want. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You down with corners, that, huh? Yeah, Isn't that cool? Yeah. But I would look, I would love to see it with you, truly. I mean, I know that it's it's a good movie and I do like Dan Stevens, so I want to see how it's all You're done. You're only going to see him at the end. That's all right. 
It's still good. <laughs> anyway, um, we also have, we're taking Phoebe to her second track meet yeah. on Sunday, and it's an all oh, yeah. day thing, you by the way. You get to use the chairs, Sam. Yay. <laughs> Did you buy a pop up tent? No, no, we're no, not doing I just, that. I just no. don't want to. I don't want to mooch off of friends anymore for chairs. Jody and I finally have this together now. Bring chairs. Be prepared. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm even going to bring an extra help. Somebody who was in my predicament just last week that may need a chair. Isn't that nice? Just, they get aggravating. It's yeah, going to be is. hours of it. Does anybody need a chair? <laughs> Come on, I got one. And you know what's going to happen? He's going to leave one out there. Yeah. Is when it's time to leave. Anyway, I'll handle the food, the water, the snacks. Yeah, you leave, and, the, well, leave and, the chairs to me, Jody. And the sunscreen. All five. Of them. All right, coming up next. Sam's Friday favorite. Yeah, not one, two, but three final salutes to Mr. Chuck Berry. Sam's Friday favorite. I got three kind of here. I'm going to kind of roll them together because they're pretty similar. Okay. Uh, you know, we lost Chuck Berry last weekend at the age of 90. Rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Rock and roll guitar <laughs> pioneer. I'm trying. I can't say it right. As Murphy would say, he's a legend. Yeah, that was actually one of the first CDs I bought. Was the Great Twenty Eight. Oh yeah, that's a good CD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Chuck Berry. so when he died, over the next couple of nights, different artists from different genres decided to salute him by covering Johnny B. Good. Okay. I mean, I had a Bon Jovi one, Jody. I couldn't get it because it sounded a little like way off in the distance. Sure. Somebody's phone. phone. Yeah, and (laughs) and some of these are off of phones, but, you know, they sound pretty good. Brad Paisley did it. Luckily, this person was standing right in front of him. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. That's Brad Paisley. Wow. One of the cooler versions is uh, Green Day's version. Man, that sounds good. I'd love to have heard that one live. Wow, that's intense. And then, of course, we have to slow things down just a little bit. Sting and his acoustic guitar. Oh. That's cool. Oh, Sting knows the lyrics. He's just stuck with that one part. <laughs> Johnny B. Good. <laughs> Michael uh, J. Fox knows the lyrics. Yeah. He yes. sang it on uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Are you kidding me? He did the duck that? walk. Right. That, yeah. Was, yeah. that was kind of truly my introduction to Chuck Berry was yeah. Michael J. Fox doing Chuck Berry. Yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers did it too, but you know, there's some versions of Chuck Berry's. The big send off for Mr. Chuck. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Friday favorites. All right, Sam's our food dude. So coming up next, you've got a special food coming for Game of Thrones fans. Oh, yes, you need it before season seven. And if you already follow us on Facebook but not Instagram, well, be sure to do that today when you get a chance, too. That way you can see our Instagram story and all those fun things. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. Folks at HBO have now come up with uh, Game of Thrones wines to enjoy as you just sip and watch the show. Ah, you know who drinks the most wine on Game of Thrones? I have no clue. Tyrion Lannister. Yes, of course he does. Now let me ask you, Sam. And his sister, also Cersei. Are they going to be selling the goblets that go with it? Dude. I'm sure you can find those somewhere. As long as that's the only food they're selling, because, I mean, some of the stuff they eat, ugh. They're always, like, hatching rabbits and killing rabbits and then cooking rabbits and eating rabbits. Yeah, and I know that they don't actually eat turkey legs (laughs) in the show, but you know what? That's a winner to me. If I were in marketing and owned a piece of that action, I'd be selling turkey legs. Oh, my gosh. And calling them dragon legs. (laughs) Anyway, there's three wines. The red blend is in... uh, uh, They they wrote this up. Is intended to be served at feasts and small council sessions. Or the red wedding. (laughs) Uh, The Chardonnay is inspired by a spring after the infamous Westeros winter. 
Yes. Less rose. And a Cabernet is intended to be worthy of the Iron Throne. Boom. Oh, well, I guess. Buddy, the marketing department got a hold of that. you talk about it and you play this music, I want to go watch. I want to be yeah. there. Here's my question, though, Sam. You and I don't drink alcohol. Are they going to be making any sparkling grape wine by chance? Sparkling grape juice, maybe, you know? You know, no. just mm-hmm. from hearing Jody and, and David talk about the show, I doubt sparkling grape juice would have gone over. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who wants some sparkling There's grape nothing juice? About this that's Slay. Light. Nothing about this that's light. Uh, remember a while back, we had McDonald's come out with their special sauce. Yeah. They actually put it yeah. for a limited time. They were giving them away free. It was very then, limited. There were only, I mean, 10,000 bottles for the entire country. There were people that never even saw or knew those things existed. I got know? mine still in the fridge. You use it every now and then on stuff. I have to say. Sam, the luckiest guy on the planet. One <laughs> well, in 10,000. Now McDonald's in Canada, they're trying this out. They're selling three new, they're going to sell that sauce. They're going to sell it now. Special sauce. They're also going to sell the uh, a sauce that goes on the McChicken. I don't know what that is. Me either. And the filet of fish sauce, which I believe is some oh, kind of tartar. Yeah. Aww. You know, the problem Good I used stuff. to have is t- this filet of fish tartar always landed on my shirt. They no put, matter what I did. They always put a lot on there. And I love that. I yeah. really do. But it always just kind of a little drippy. That's not their fault. No, no, no. That's yeah. my fault. Look, you know, Jody, that happens with a lot of food, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's tough for Murphy to drive with both knees and eat a exactly, filet of fish. Exactly. Exactly. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. For Star Wars Episode Eight, Disney says they won't deal with the death and the passing of Carrie Fisher. Hmm. I just want to know how they won't. Maybe you can help me with that coming up next, Sam. Okay. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, let's talk Star, War- Star Wars for a second. Yes, Episode Eight. Episode Eight, which is coming out, they're not going to change any of the Carrie Fisher. Well, they they're going to run every Carrie Fisher scene they had as Princess Leia. They're yeah. pleased with her work, but they're not going to deal with her death. The, well, they're not the going to change the, the story. Like, you know, like sometimes in these movies, if somebody yes. dies, it's like, okay, let's rewrite the ending. So, right. you know, Fast and Furious, let's mm. rewrite the ending so he doesn't come back next time. Mm, Paul Walker. Paul Walker, How do yeah. you not deal with Princess Leia's death? Oh, I don't know if she Princess or, Leia dies. I don't know what the, I got it. I don't okay. know what the, okay. the storyline is. They were happy with episode eight, and they say they're not changing a thing. Um, it's going to remain as it was. But, of course, this is the last time we'll see Carrie Fisher yeah. in a Star Wars movie. Episode 8. It comes out December 15th, by the way. It surely does. The Last Jedi is what it's called. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. And if you ever call and uh, miss us, the good news is it goes to our 24-hour voicemail, which we check every single day. First thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, I do believe we've got some more riddles coming in as we wrap this up. Riddle week? Riddle week. You want to do one One more? One more riddle, yeah. This one's going to test us. All right. Uh, yeah, I have a question for you guys. Actually, a riddle. I have five brothers, and each one of us has a sister. How many kids all together? Yeah, I want to see you get that one. Thanks. <laughs> right. He didn't Six. leave the answer, though. Well, Six. thank you. Thank you for the voicemail. It's, if it's him, and he has five brothers, that's six, and yeah. all the brothers have a sister. A seven. That's seven. I, was, I did six. I was so wrong. I would think that would be seven. I think that's seven, but yeah. most people are going to go, there's a sister for each brother. Right. Is the, is the math. That's the math. Uh, that's riddles. the trick. Yeah, we think that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't leave us the answer, but how, <laughs> thank you know, you. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, I like seven. that. I think it's seven. <laughs> I will tell you this. There is a blog, and you can check it out at murphysamandjody.com that producer David put together with a ton of good riddles to do with your family this weekend mm-hmm. or on trips, in the car, whatever. Oh, yeah. Even added a part two to it. Oh. oh. Annoy the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> check it all out at murphysamandjody.com. Yeah. Of course, you can reach out anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. 
Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody, I found out that a character from Frozen almost wound up in Beauty and the Beast. I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'll tell you about it next. Jody, did you hear about the uh, frozen Easter egg that almost wound up? It wound up in um, Beauty and the Beast. You know, I'm not good at catching the Easter eggs, the Disney Easter egg thing, because I'm too focused on the current yeah, story I'm uh, watching. A lot of them are too hidden. I think this one would have been obvious, though. Of course, you know uh, the character, the guy that played LeFou, Josh Gad, in, uh, in Beauty, Beauty and the, the Beast. Beast is a lot. He was great in both roles. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah, like you said, in Frozen, he plays Olaf. He's the buzz. Kids will blow dandelion fuzz. And if you remember the original Beauty and the Beast, the animated one, there's a scene where um, LeFou like, goes outside and then a bunch of snow falls on his head. Yes, like a door is slammed and boom. I, I, I remember it well. A, he becomes a snowman. snowman. So he said he went, uh, Josh Gad said he went to the director and fought for this and the director finally shut him down. But he said when... The snow fell on him. He turned into a snowman. He wanted it to look like Olaf. Olaf. That would be awesome. And all the Disney people would have gone crazy. But yes. he said, the director's like, no, that's just too much. Well, I like the idea. I maybe with the directors there. Yes, it's cute. Yeah. But I want to keep Beauty and the Beast pure as it deserves to be as my yeah. favorite fairy tale. Sorry, Olaf. And we thank you for making us part of your workday. Uh, coming up after the show, you know, we keep going even when things are done here. Um, Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Subscribe to it online on iTunes. Something exclusive we do, we do so you can just kind of hang out after the show is done. Mm-hmm. I have a very special request of Jody this morning, by the way. That's where we're going to go in the podcast.